time to get down. You're now entering the no flodging zone. Welcome to the no flodging podcast. Brought to you by the Bad Guy Radio. There will be no captain, no flodging alive. I now present your host, Asinine, Dre, Justin, and King Mac. Kick your feet up, put your headphones in, as these fellas give you nothing but raw, uncut truth. This could be that blue magic, so don't overdose. And this is another episode of the No Flodging Podcast, a.k.a. Black Guy Radio. Now, before I get into any fucking introductions, I'm going to let you guys know we didn't have Junior on today. We gave his asses away on assignment somewhere, drinking White Sox fans' tears. But that's for a little bit later in the show. A little bit of housekeeping. We got Big Dog Duality, Dre in the house. We got Shy Nine. Asinine in the house, and of course, we got your grace, King Mac, in the fucking house. Now, Mac, I want to kick it off. Uh, you participated in your first baseball fantasy draft of your life, and uh, tell me a little bit about that experience. Uh, wasn't too much of an experience. The computer drafted my team, and then I went on to add better players than the computer gave me. And now I'm stumping everybody out. That's what I'm doing. Telling everybody to put their mouth on the curve. Wow. Like, so, because I, uh, I, I haven't looked at my phone in the last 40 seconds. Um, Are you in, like, first place? Do you oh, got yeah. any fucking all-star level players? You got any MVP candidates? I mean, oh, who's yeah, been I doing got, the work for you? I got several MVP candidates. I got Acuna, uh, Judge. They doing work for me, but really Acuna the one getting the job done. So I appreciate yeah. him. And uh, I picked some pictures up off the scrap heat that Nine told me was going to do me in. But hey, that Brad wrong. Keller shit still pissed me off, Mac. Yeah. I ain't come lie. It's a beautiful move. That's what happens when you have uh, baseball knowledge. You know when to pick guys up, when to drop guys. But uh, this has been fairly easy for me. You know, my first go around in fantasy, I think I'm like 24 or 28. Yeah, 24 and 8 or something like that. Uh, no L's to speak of. It's beautiful, man. You know. Wow, Asinine. Um, what's wrong with this nigga, man? Not only did he not draft his team, he was hitting the group chat like every five minutes, asking us about the rules. How do we do this? How to fucking move a player to the bench? Why? Why we give King Mac an opportunity to be humble, nine, and he don't take that opportunity? What's wrong with you, boy? Uh, uh, first of all, that's not my boy. That's yours. I do not claim that nigga nowhere. But uh, <laughs> be closer to your color than mine. Absolutely not. Both of y'all niggas like skin. <laughs> as, as far as the baseball shit with him go, look, he done got lucky. Every uh, as I like to say, water will forever reaches it reach its level. And right now, you are way above. Eric Wilson to say that too. I know where you got that from. You gonna have to get. You gonna have to get right at some point, Mac. Shit. She's gonna come back to bite you, but it's cool because in three weeks, when you're at the bottom of the fucking table, I'm gonna be shitting on your grave. So it's all cool. 
Oh, that's nasty yeah, and right. disrespectful too. Right now, I'm a long way from the bottom, though, dog. <laughs> oh, a long way. Now, uh, Dre, as a White Sox fan, we we go through, take a look at tw- 2022, where we go from TLR to fucking Miguel Cairo to now Pedro Grafal, and the only thing that those guys have in common is they got the same players and the same type of culture in a locker room. It's not a winning culture in the right. in the Chicago in the Chicago White Sox organization as a whole. Let's just keep it 100. Let's just not flodge. There's not a lot of baseball merit within the organization right now. Uh, we turn the page to 2023. Dre, how are you feeling? We're 6-10, and 10, got rained out today. We were supposed to play the Phillies. Um, what's on your mind about the South Side? Uh, typical South Side shit. Uh, the players that are expected to be good just ain't showing up. Uh, the guys are hurt. Uh, lineup construction has been terrible. Bullpen has been terrible as overall. Uh, a couple sparks as far as starting pitching. Um, it's almost a carbon copy. And what's the common denominator of players? Uh, you know, it wasn't TLR fart last year. I don't like Ethan Katz. Uh, we have an elite pitcher in Dylan Cease who's being held back by a junk ball philosophy. Uh, you know, we lost yesterday. You can't, you can't walk five guys and expect to win a baseball game. It's a game we shouldn't have lost, but we did. Yeah. So and, the and culture, the, the culture. Yeah. That's the thing, Drake, not to cut you off, but these games are all had. Like, Matt, you know, you know, I was okay with Griffal being hired. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't too against it. Not my guy, me and Asinine. We both wanted Don Mattingly and that piece of shit Jerry Reinsdorf pivoted. Mac, mm-hmm. how many fucking times have I texted your phone like this nigga Griffal got to go? I'm sick to my fucking stomach. Well, you text me that uh, he's made some of the worst baseball moves you've seen. Ever. I believe two of the worst baseball moves you said you have ever seen. But yet, you haven't committed to, you know, getting rid of this guy like me. Like, I said the first week <laughs> in the season, he has to go. You know what I mean? And it, and you can just tell from the beginning that he lacked the necessary feel for the game to be a successful manager. Like, I understand where the game is headed, but I think eventually it's going to come back. Everybody loved numbers. Everybody loved analytics. That's why some people liked this hire. They felt he was an analytical guy. But you still got to have a feel for the baseball game. And this guy doesn't have a feel for the game. He doesn't understand when to take pictures out, when to leave them in. He doesn't understand what guys in the bullpen he should use in what situations. Uh, He doesn't understand lineup construction, simple lineup construction. You can't have a guy hitting in the three spot that's not a run producer, that doesn't drive in guys, that doesn't have power, and, you know, slugs below 400. It's ridiculous, you know. So I wanted this guy gone when I seen he kept putting Benny in the three spot. I wanted him gone when I felt he left uh, Kopech in the game too long. I wanted him gone when I felt he left Lynn in the game too long. 
I wanted him gone, you know, when he uh, put Benny in the leadoff spot. You know, I just didn't like the way this guy was going about lineup construction, the way he was going about bullpen management. I feel like he doesn't have a feel for the game. And he does. He's not a disciplinary where, okay, you, you're not a smart baseball guy or you don't have a feel for the game, but yet you can discipline these players when they do something wrong. Like, I'm not an A.J. Hinch fan, but I respect A.J. Hinch for taking Baez out the game when he forgot how many outs it was. So, exactly. when, so when you have or a fucking team that's going to be 25 games under 500, you yanking $160 million off the field because his head ain't in the game. It, and this you. is a guy, A.J. Hinch, that bad guy radio is a fucking hole outside of junior. We all are very objective and very critical of A.J. Hinch, and we're giving him his fucking roses. Yeah, I personally so think. So, Mac, you saying Grafal is a substitute teacher? Don't do that. Well, I personally, first of all, let me just say, I personally think he's, hand, he's handing out he's handing out the crossword puzzles. Personally, I Put think uh, they don't take them, they don't take them seriously. <laughs> I personally think AJ Hinch is despicable, but I give him credit. <laughs> I give him credit for uh, <laughs> for yanking bias. I had to give him credit for that, but I personally think he's a, he's a despicable dude in baseball. But with that being said, if you're Grafal and you're not good at bullpen management. You're not good at lineup construction. Then I at least expect you to be a person that's good at disciplining players, at getting at getting them right fundamentally. We haven't seen any of that. Right now, no one can tell me what Grafal offers as a manager to the White Sox. Nobody. What does he do as a manager to help this White Sox team get better? to help them put W's on the board. He didn't come in here. He didn't correct bad baseball behavior, which I mean mistakes on the field. The team hasn't improved as far as moving runners over, driving guys in. Uh, He hasn't improved any of the fundamentals. Uh, His bullpen management has been terrible. The bullpen has actually gotten worse under him. It wasn't... great last year and the lineup construction is even more worse it's terrible so what does he do to improve this baseball team nothing what does he offer and that's my thing like well, when you ask people because i asked nine this uh because his daddy eric says that grafal makes this team look different. they do look different or they run more what like holy he offered nothing to this team. <laughs> Nothing. Like, bigger he's, bases and two throwovers allowed. The yeah, whole I fucking mean, league is running. Yeah, the, exactly. I mean, he, you got catchers. You got, I think Varshaw got three or four stolen bases or something. Like, you're right. The whole league. That's a good running. athlete, though, Mac. Don't make he it is, too much I mean, he is, but I'm just though. saying. You got, well, I mean, the whole two, league is two, running now. With, with, you with better put some fucking respect on Dalton Varshaw's name. Yeah, that's why With I'm never trading him to you, by the way. After you throw over the second time, I could get an 18-foot lead, and I yeah, could take it, second base. It's it just to me, and and I I know Asinine didn't, he wasn't a Grafal guy, but when you look at Grafal as a hire, it was a terrible decision. Because, number one, right, this team was supposed to be a competing team. Technically, the so-called winning window was supposedly still open. 
So why would you go hire a manager that's going to be learning on the job? Which you can obviously see Grafal is learning on the job. It was a, it's just a huge mistake. Well, it's like, what did I tell you when I analyzed it, Mac? I told you and Justin what what happens when teams hire a manager like this. It seems like they're going to break the team up. You did say that, yeah. White Sox, White Sox fans aren't ready for this team to be broke up. I mean, I don't know as a whole, but I know I'm not ready for that. I'm not. I'm not ready this either. Rookie ass, you bring in this rookie-ass coach that doesn't know what the – he's an analytical guy, okay. Let me say this for all my Who doesn't use guys. analytics, though? <laughs> analytics only works when you have numbers to work with. This team does not give him numbers to work with. This is a team that still has elite talent that needs to be developed. So he can't get analytical with these guys. And when he gets lucky in every once in a while, people, oh, man, that's why we uh, – shut the fuck up. It, it, it makes no sense. Let me just say this right now. My Chicago White Sox got World Series and uh, World Series aspirations, let's be honest, but they're batting Andrew Benintendi and Gavin Sheets in a three spot <laughs> consistently. Which is ridiculous. Like, that's the reality – of White Sox fandom right now. We got our chest out all over the fucking internet. And at the end of the day, we're sitting here having a podcast about Gavin Sheets and Andrew Benintendi betting third for my team. No Moncada, no Robert, just Vaughn and Benintendi and sometimes Eloy. And, and now, and, boy, uh, Eloy ain't looking good. He's looking like asinine at the plate right now. Yeah. Not good at all. No, no clue what that means. But uh, I mean, he just he just got off, he just got off the injury. He was he was gone for about. He's not touching the baseball for about a week. And some, I'm, all I'm saying is give him a chance to get his feet back under him. He's not going to come back whole, in first. That's game. the whole. That's the whole part of him not looking good. That's man. Is that he's Absol- already been injured? Absolutely. From Look, absolutely. Just give him a chance to get his fucking feet under him. It's been what he's been wow. back three games. He's and been back. Eloy Jimenez, apologist on Black Guy Radio. Color me shot. He's been back for what? What three or four games? Like, but and, come on now, like, Eloy. In, in, like, Eloy. In, like, in like seven games, if he still looks like absolute dog shit. Then like, okay. Eloy. So like, Eloy is just like Makata. The best we ever gonna like, get out of. He's not even giving us. We ever gonna get out of him is twenty nineteen. 2019 is this season. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. If it was uh, if he was on my fantasy team, I would cut him. As a He's on Bull fantasy team. That's why I, bull, I came back and beat the dog shit out of Italian Bull. Bull should cut him. But, yeah, this, yeah. this team, man, when you look at it, nothing has changed. The same guys are still getting injured. There's no consistency. Now you have an older Lance Lynn. Um, who's, you know, heavy set guy getting older. We see how this works out. And you got Dylan Cease really been on, the only consistent guy. And, of course, Michael, you know, looked good his second start. You know, I'm, I'm never one to really jump off that bandwagon. But, uh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, uh, Not you being facetious, your grace. But I'm just saying, man, like. At some point, when do we as fans say, you know what, the potential, yeah, the potential is there, but they're never going to reach that potential. 
Well, which fans are you referring to, man? I'm just saying us in general. We, we, the fans that think like us realized that last year, but the fans that are, that want to fall, they're not going to double down and be like, hey, we were wrong. It wasn't TLR. They're not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, like, we all. I want to, I want to say something straight about that shit. You look, look. Just because Griffal is bad doesn't mean Larusa wasn't. Both of them niggas can be fucking garbage. I get it. Larusa's a Hall of Fame guy, but he should have stopped coaching when he fucking retired. He should have never came back. The game passed him. He was garbage too. Larusa was a part of the problem. Wait, Asinan, let me ask you a question. What is Larusa? Let me let me let me say this though. And leave Liam leave leave Liam in in extra innings on second base to run. Not realize that. Not realize that the rules say when a pitcher is injured, your relief pitcher, your relief pitcher has as much time as he needs to get warm before he comes in the game. Instead, what happened is he let an already injured pitcher continue to pitch the game because he thinks that he has to let dude warm up. When in reality, he could have just said the pitcher was hurt and let him back in the game. There's two. So you, you're gonna penalize him off with a a, a, chain, a rule that wasn't a rule. No, nah, that's you got. You can't do better than that. Yeah, you got to do better than that. And I'm gonna be now, honest. I, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah, hell, Let me hell say yeah, this. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be, be honest. I'm gonna be honest. If if I've if, watched, that's, if that's what you're coming with, that's that's real stupid. Dre, 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 Dre. Listen to what you just asked me. Am I finna penalize a manager for not knowing the rules? Yes, I'm finna penalize a manager for not knowing the rules. Yes, I am. What did that do, though? You just brought what that did up. that I mean, do? What, what, yeah. It continued to it, it. I forgot who the pitcher was on the mound already, but it continued to let an injured pitcher pitch because you don't know the rules. You let Liam Hendricks run on second base in extra innings when we could have won the game with somebody else. But guess what? You don't know the rules, which that one is even more insane to me because because why? Because that Liam that got wheeled. Liam ain't got shit. Liam got. I'm not gonna finish that. Look, look. I am for sure finna penalize that nigga for not knowing the rules. Y'all are insane if y'all are insane. I I hate to to do this. For one, one, I'm not penalizing him for that. For one, it's second base. It's not first. Damn it. It's a pitcher on it, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. And if you know baseball, you know pitchers have been used to pinch run a lot. So uh, 70% of the league is scoring from second base. You know what? That's uh, actually, with no problem. That's actually true. Pitchers have been. There's no way run. in hell. So that's true. I'm just saying throughout actually, this. All the so, options on the bench. That's actually true, though. I, all I, the options I'm going to be bench. honest. I, if you're going to use that as your knock on Tony LaRusso, that, that's, to me, it's a little light. And the reason it's yeah. a little light because I'm, 2021 was one of the best managing jobs I've seen from a manager. And I'm just being honest. With all the injuries he had on his team, with even some of the bullpen uh, issues, his management of the bullpen and his management of that lineup, this man was winning with guys like Goodwin. Brian Goodwin. Y'all like Billy Hamilton Billy, for a reason. He was put in a position to succeed. Billy Hamilton. He was winning with guys that can't even make the league right now. These guys can't even make the league. This is what this guy was winning with. And the bullpen management that people cried about, he was pushing all of the right buttons. And he was winning. winning. He was winning with uh, Michael wasn't 
really available in 2021? The same guys was hurt in 2021. Yeah. That's hurt in 2023. Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease wasn't a dominant pitcher. No. Like, this guy, this guy was winning with garbage. And the same team we look like now, which we got now, the same team basically almost as last year that we got now, it looked like we won't even win eighty one games with this team. So how we still bad? Eighty eight. So how bad? How bad? Honestly, like, was Tony Larusa? Like we, we it looked like we won't win seventy games. To be honest with you. How, Come on, man, Trey, don't do this to me. So how bad was Tony Larusa? So if the same team sorry, you had dude. last year don't win eighty one games. How bad really was Tony LaRusso? And the Ugh. fact Tony LaRusso in 2021 won with guys like Brian Goodwin, Billy Hamilton, oh, and Luis Garcia. Leary Garcia. Le- yeah, there we go. Leori Garcia, who, <laughs> who was, who now is DFA. I don't even think a team picked him up. These are the pieces he was winning with. <laughs> and you got, and you guys swear that Tony LaRusso was so see now <laughs> and a horrible manager. And y'all, he, had a, good, no, he was, had a good season. He caught lightning in the bottle. Then come the very on, next man. season, the very next season, lightning in the bottle. It was like our first was, division. It was our looked, first divisional championship in fifteen is one, years. Is one year not lightning in a bottle, Dre? Bro, man. that was the first time since '05 where we and, everybody asked. And amazing, amazing. <laughs> he caught lightning in a bottle once, and the next year it looked like he was ten years removed from baseball. How about? The next year, <laughs> you seeing what you seeing from this team now, and he actually was able to steal them to eighty one wins. Like that's you know, something no only seventeen games. That's something team. nobody's not talking about. That's a bad. That's a bad. Take. I don't see how. That I don't think that's 80. a bad take. No, it's not. I'm not saying it's a bad take. I'm saying it's a bad conversation considering we're seventeen games. It, but you can now you can look and see where this is headed. Like you don't you don't need seven, to, seventeen you don't need games to, in you don't need to call you don't games. need to call Miss Cleo to see where this is going. You're not finna throw fucking dirt to on see, my team. To grave, see Matt. to see to see where it's going, is players got to be accountable. The only thing that's gonna turn this around is players, and people wanted to put that on Tony last you year. You got so. guys not covering second base, literally. <laughs> Outfield against the ball. He throws it to second. Nobody's there, which could have been an out. You got guys cutting off throws that don't need to be cut off. You got simple errors being made. You got Tim Anderson who got hurt because a guy didn't know what he was doing in a, on a rundown play. Like, this is we're dealing with stupidity. You can't win with stupid. But somehow, Tony La Russa, Got a 500 record off stupid. And his total record was above 500. Was above 500 off stupid. This man was winning with stupid players. But nobody want to talk about that. Everybody want to Because they don't want to admit the fact that the player, they favorite players are stupid. You and got our favorite players not. You got, you got unserious, unserious Eloy. And I do mean he's an unserious baseball player. Is he good at hitting baseball? Yes, but he's unserious. Flat out goofy. He can't stay healthy. You got other players on this team that can't stay healthy. You got players at power positions that don't have no power. 
Benny's playing left field. We'll be lucky to get 10 home runs from him. Lucky to get 10. You got Yoan Moncada. We'll be lucky to get 15 from him. We got a first baseman, Andrew Vaughn, who everybody rants and rave about, the Golden Spikes Award winner, Opie. Then lucky to get camp shape. 20 from then him. coming to camp in the shape. Don't yeah. matter. He hitting 400 with runners and scoring. And we got a rookie, and we got a rookie at right field. Your boy in right field. Who couldn't hit the who can't hit a fucking rosin bag. Yeah. He's doing better than Benny. That's not a high bar, man. Uh, 75 oh, million. Yeah. A high bar. Uh, 75 million dollars. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I don't even think that's true. Yeah. Because I don't even think that's fucking true. He's not know. playing better than Benny. Go fucking look at it, idiot. He's not. <laughs> Go look at it. Yeah. I might have to do that because I don't trust your numbers. Oh, yeah. Uh, take a peek, your grace. Any, anyway, 2021 managing by Tony La Russa was probably Ozzy 05 was the number one managing job I've ever seen. Number one from a White Sox manager. Number two would probably be 93 Gene Lamont. Great job by Gene. Uh, Tony La Russa in the 80s wasn't bad. But I'll probably give Jerry Manuel a nod in 01. I was about to say, Jerry. Jerry was I mean, nice. in 2000. Uh, but 2021, Tony LaRusso managing job is probably just behind uh, Ozzy, honestly. With the fact what that man was able to win with absolutely ridiculous and everybody crushed this guy and now you're seeing like this is the thing right everybody think grass is green on the other side everybody think that let's just be honest here Rick Hahn took the easy out putting everything on TLR yeah you know White Sox fans White Sox fans haven't liked TLR since they first heard the hiring when they first announced the hiring people were like man he's too old he's old school baseball even though, you know, everything they complain about won us a division. They was complaining that whole year. And we won a fucking division. Exactly. So, you know. Questioning this man every decision. Huh? They are. They, they delusional. Uh, you know, I just, to me, it's nothing Grafal that does special. Nothing. He doesn't do anything to help this team. Even with the analytics, he's not good even at that. He's not even doing anything that you can say is great analytically. You can't tell me Bat and Benny is great analytically. No, no. You can't tell me. You can't tell me bringing in Jake Deepman with runners in scoring position is good practice. Now, mm-hmm. I understand you want to match up lefty and lefty, but sometimes a wild pitch can kill you more than fucking contact, <laughs> and that's what Jake Deepman is. That is Extra- true. I, 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 you know what? I like when the guys come around. Cause when I said that about, uh, when I said Deakman against Alvarez was dumb. Oh, and I was calling Grafal out. Ray. They tell you up. Ray from Ray's Juke Joint. Jay Tarkarian. Nine, all of all of them was cutting me up. When I told, I was like, man, this is just dumb. Like I can see You're the stupidness from the beginning. Anybody, I'm just saying, I can see this stupidness from the beginning. And then right after Jordan does what he does, then he go put in uh, Ruiz. I like to call him Ruiz, but people who think they 
speak proper grammar, call him Ruiz. But anyway, Ruiz what I call Jordan against anybody is a bad matchup. Uh, I've seen it. It truly didn't matter who was in there. Jordan. I've seen it. When you when you watch enough baseball and you hear, you literally hear. Like I think it was John Smokes when Astros was in the uh, World Series or whatever. He said. I forgot. I think Atlanta brought in a lefty. He said, "This is this is dumb. Bringing in a lefty. Like, do you have you looked at his numbers as a lefty?" He said, "I understand lefty versus lefty. This John Smokes a Hall of Famer talking, telling you this is dumb. So who am I going to listen to? A Hall of Famer or you? I'm going to listen to the Hall of Famer because he's right. It's absolutely dumb when you look at Alvarez's numbers against lefties." Well, Mac, when you when he you does more damage against when you, when he you, hits for a way higher he hits for a higher average against lefties. He slugs yeah. higher and has a higher OPS, but he has part. a higher average against lefties. Go it's ahead. not. That's nine. You got to understand when you go lefty on lefty against Jordan Alvarez, you're trying to limit contact. What the numbers tell you. With runners in scoring position, there's gonna be contact lefty on lefty. Thank you. There's contact anywhere against your your Don, regardless on who we throw. If we threw Joe Kelly out there, it wouldn't have fucking mattered. It doesn't matter. It's your Don. When you're that great, lefty versus righty truly doesn't matter. He shouldn't have brought in Dayton. How's that the argument if it don't matter? He shouldn't have. Like, it was not a smart baseball play. And then, as we see, he continued this, this affinity he has for uh, Dickman. He keeps bringing him in. He loves Big Dickman. And uh, it's not working out well for us. <laughs> it's not. Well. You know, this White Sox season has been disappointing for me so far. It has. Because I normally don't do right. delusions of grandeur. But I did the losers of Grandin just for this team. I gave them 86 victories. And I'm not seeing 86 victories in the cards. I'm not. Yeah, I see 88. I see 88. It's depressing watching this team. We got a bunch of just regular players. Mid. (laughs) Fuck regular. We got rich. It's wild. And we already know once T.A. TA goes out, all the spark is gone. No spark whatsoever. Like, this team is ridiculous, bro. What's the record since T.A. been out? And now we got we got a manager that's boring. Like, we don't even... It's not like we got Ozzy or even Tony that can keep us somewhat entertained. You Are, are you saying Tony sleeping in the dugout is entertained? Yeah. Is. Tony wearing his cat costume. <laughs> <dugout. laughs> he was entertaining. He was entertaining. You know, I don't know why you continue to hate on him now, which is ridiculous. But Tony was entertaining, man. The last 60 games, I saw him manage for some of the worst 60 games I've ever seen in my fucking life. And I watched Rent and I watched fucking Ricky. I don't know. He well, was, put your seatbelt you... on. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> that was some of the worst. <laughs> oh. Because it's, be- it's not going to get better. <laughs> Asinine, how many how many seasons <laughs> under five hundred has Tony Larusa had in the White Sox uniform? Never. I don't know. Never. I mean, 
I mean, I, I don't know the last time he pitched for the White Sox besides this recent stint. I'm talking about managing, man. Who fucking knows? I'm just Pedro Grafal might be in a situation to where he won't he won't finish his tenure with a winning record. <laughs> he might not get through the first year. <laughs> he might be Robin Ventura. They gonna treat him like Nathaniel Hackett. Oh no, man, you gotta go. <laughs> gotta what go. is your honest assessment of Grafal now? I, I would like to hear. Uh. I think it's like only any been first, seventeen games. I think I think as any first year coach, he's learning on the job. Which, like Dre said, or whatever, whoever said, I think it was Dre. Uh, when you're a team that, at least from outside looking in, has World Series aspirations, you don't bring in a guy, you don't bring in a rookie head coach in any sport. Period. I don't care what sport it is, you don't do it. So, so I feel like he got he got he got dealt a bad hand optically. So. Uh, but I, I feel like if we do stay healthy, we have enough talent to kind of drag him. If he is that stupid, but who knows? Maybe twenty games from now, he doesn't pull it together, and we're five hundred or a little bit or or a little bit above or whatever it may be, and he starts making good decisions because he learned. But then by that time, if that does happen, is it too late? He should so pray to God. That, he should pray to God that TA get healthy. I give you possible. that. Because about forty about forty games in, that's when you know where the team going. Yeah. Yep. He actually made you know. sense with that. But if if I'm we Gr- knew we we knew last year, we just we fought it. <laughs> but if, I, if I'm Griffal, I'm praying to God that TA get healthy as fast as possible. It's <laughs> my only hope. <laughs> you think he not? <laughs> that's it. It's the only hope. I that's have. when we. That's when we was the number one offense when he was in the line. I, I you know what's funny? I don't understand how White Sox fans don't see how important T.A. is. This man is literally the team, almost. Well, you, you see you see how important T.A. is. Look at the Houston Astros without Altuve. They don't got that spark. They ain't got the oomph no mm-hmm. more. That's true. No, nah, nah, I mean, the problem with that is they replaced Yuli Gurriel with fucking Jose Abreu. We see how that shit's going. <laughs> That's fucking bomb. The fuck? Pump that straight. Hey, 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 why, why, why are you throwing shots at old Trey? No, 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 no. I'm throwing shots at the brain because motherfuckers like Ken Wu and Max crying, bitching and moaning about how oh, you let Jose go. He's one of the worst hitters in baseball right now. I'm still I crying. Wish we, I wish we would have gave that nigga three six. Uh, I'm crying right six. now. I tell you what, I suspect... <laughs> Jose, I suspect Jose, Jose back in this lineup right now. I suspect by Ho- September. Jose slugging two sixty nine. He not good in no line. If, if, we, had right, if, if, we, had, if we had Jose right now, we'd be nine and seven. I guarantee. It. Wait, Asinan, are you saying Jose Abreu a slap dick hitter? He a bitch. That's what I'm saying. Wow, this is wild and unbecoming. When Nick Madrigal slugging more than you, you need to get out the league. Have have you fun wasting that twenty million. Have fun wasting that twenty million. This shit is insane. And Oscar Colas on his way too, Mac. He's slugging three thirteen. Yo, boy. Uh, he, he, a, he, a, he a rookie, so keep his name out your mouth. Yeah. He bullshit. That's what he is. Put some respect he on his bullshit. name. He, he won a game. He won the only won. game we won in the last series. Wow. Lurie I mean, got Lurie Garcia hit a walk off last year. Congratulations! How many how many games he won? Congratulations! We ain't gonna let you uh, slander old trusty name. We know he's a notorious slow starter. We know this. Everybody said he was a slow starter because of the weather. What's the what's the excuse in Houston? It's still cold in Houston. 
They nigga, play what? indoors. They play indoors. <laughs> what does that mean? You got to walk in the stadium? They open. Yeah. Come on, man. Y'all sound like haters. Playing and and, and like also and also Mac, also Mac, you said you said Oscar Colas was this great defender. One, his OAA <laughs> is garbage. He has a negative defensive war. His war overall is negative three. God damn. Negative three or negative zero point three? Which one? Oh, negative zero point three. <laughs> My bad. My yeah. bad. I mean, I mean, I mean, shit. We I know mean, you don't understand decimals because you don't know how to round up. So yeah, make sure. <laughs> He don't know which place. He don't know. You don't know, from and, the and you don't know how to wipe your ass. That's why you at that uh, nah. facility now. That's why you at that facility. Nah. It really don't matter. No. Yeah, I, I got a Japanese. I got a Japanese toilet. <laughs> what does that mean? That just sounds like gotta, a waste of money, which means you even more stupid than I thought. Look, Mag laugh because that's rich people talk. That's type. <laughs> that how, is. That is type. rich people talk. <laughs> Your freak ass got a bidet, Dre. I don't want to hear nothing from you. Your freak ass. You got just a bidet. did all that to slander. <laughs> you just did all that to slander Jose Abreu, who will probably still be a top four hit on this team. He ain't better than Opie. He ain't better than Moncada. Oh, man. Come on, man. Don't start me on Opie, bro. Yeah. All, all I want to say is this baseball season has been very stressful for me um, to see what the Tampa Bay Devil Rays are doing. And see what my socks are doing. It's like, man, what universe are we in? Are we in upside down? But it's like, man, no, they got a they got a winning culture. Like they got a winning formula down there. Look at the last twenty years. Look at that organization and our organization. No, they got half our fucking payroll to be whooping our ass in terms of record for God knows how long. We got a (laughs) we got a first base. We got a first baseman with zero home runs, <laughs> and, the, and, and, and and all the fans, all the fans that wanted TLR, hey. they slandered. Oh, they, no. they slandered Dallas Kiko when he said we had a horrible coach. Hey, yeah, he was telling the truth. And Who White the Sox, fuck is Dallas Kiko? Dallas Kiko, but you know what he you was know. saying. I call him Kiko. He called him Kiko, and we gonna roll Kiko. with that. He. He Kiko. was telling the truth, and the White Sox fans did go after that man. Is that a Kiko? On and he your was list? telling the truth. Well, but you're talking about this great first baseman Andrew Vaughn we got, who got zero home runs, thirteen strikeouts, and uh, he's barely slugging four hundred. Come on, he's, he's can, can, I, can I interest you? Can I interest you? What's his numbers in running in position? can I interest you in eighteen strikeouts, <laughs> slugging two sixty nine with an OPS for five fifty? Cause that's what you wanted to give twenty million dollars to the offseason. Well, we know Trusty gonna pick it up though, bro. We know. You said we're sure. runner. You you said we're runners in scoring position. Yep. Yeah, like that's another stat that y'all dumbasses be worried about when when thirteen runners be left on base a game. Like the fuck do <laughs> that, that ain't got nothing to do with Bonds in the line. That's the, yeah, Andrew Vaughn. Somebody's on second. And he hit he a slap single. Vaughn. They get to third. Nobody scores. Ooh. The fuck do that mean? That's a good point. How many RBIs he got? It's a good point, Dre. Dude, he got ten RBIs with no home runs. Yeah, bullshit. That's called yeah. production. Fuck yeah, boy, you uh-huh. better respect it. Yeah, mm, yeah, it's cool called lady. bullshit. I agree with hey. uh, 
Dre, I'm not impressed with what Opie's doing. Of course you, of course you. Black Guy Radio got to stick together. That's okay. Opie is doing the job this year. You want to help out Pedro Grafal? You make sure Yoan Moncada is healthy so he could back back to back with Opie. I think Man. you need to put both of them together in the lineup. Figure out a way. This is ridiculous, though. I ain't even. Gonna, I ain't even for the sake of my argument. I'm not even gonna say what this man's stats is with runners in scoring position. <laughs> Why? I'm not gonna do it. Okay. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, wrong with this man. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, Mac, I'm gonna beat the dog shit out of Aston out in fantasy this week. He's weak. Um. Yeah. Pray for him, Mac. Pray for him. This man told me Juan Soto was going to have an MVP campaign. <laughs> hey, Asadan told me he was walking out on uh, Juan Soto pretty soon. Yeah, he told no, me. No, no, no. I said by All-Star break. The only reason I ain't getting it yet because Juan Soto is a slow starter. So. Oh, oh, but, but oh, a brave oh, can't yeah, be a slow starter. Yeah, fuck a brave. Fuck a brave. <laughs> fuck a brave. Hey, Juan Soto, hey. Juan a brave, Soto might a brave, hit 20 home runs this year. A br- he gonna hit twenty. A is not half the player Soto is, so I'm giving Soto a longer fucking leash. How many MVPs uh, one Soto got? He got screwed out of one. Mm-hmm. So he got zero. He got screwed out of one. So he got zero. He got screwed. How he many MVPs? Like How many MVPs a Bray you got? Uh, a bullshit one actually. Uh, Mickey Mouse MVP? No, nah, he got he yeah. got one. Stop hating. Mickey Mouse MVP. You sound like a hater, dog. It took the world to end for him to get some hardware. That shit is insane. He was only on That's pace cool. to have one of the greatest seasons ever in 162 games. Oh, on pace, so. on yeah. pace. Don't pay the fucking bills, Mac. He was on pace to have an Albert Pujols type season. On pace to have an Albert Pujols season, don't pay the fucking bills, Mac. If they if if that was the case, if on pace was was getting people paid, and on pace means so many people was good, Luis would be on a thirty million dollar contract because he always on pace to do some crazy shit. But he oh, always shit. fuck himself up. You always taking shots at all. Oh all the God. people I like, he takes shots. That's at. You don't understand. <laughs> He don't take. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not a huge. I, Opie is okay, but I'm not a huge fan of Opie, so he don't take shots at Opie. Praise Opie, you know. Everybody. No, no, I can take shots about Opie. He a slap hitter right now. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he's not gonna hit twenty home runs. He's not getting twenty. He gonna hit twenty. No, it's not happening. I think twenty yeah. a little low, man. Yo, I'm on Carter. Might hit more home runs than Opie. Is hey, remember we got that uh that little wager on the table. I'm only I'm only behind Cody. one. So what is yeah. it to worry about? Yeah. Moncada been gone for about two weeks. He's gonna be gone for another two weeks. Don't matter. He blew his back out. Nope. Hey yo. He, he a very active man. <laughs> 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 oh shit. Mac, you wild. You got Asinine Cousins fucking destroying downtown. Yeah. Nah, 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 hey, ain't no bullshit. I know three of the motherfuckers that did it. Wow. That was up there. I know three of the motherfuckers. They all going to wow. jail. And that's something we gonna have to... Hey, y'all, was they was doing that shit barefaced, too. Y'all motherfuckers couldn't pull up in a shiesty or something? 
how many cameras is out, bro? I guarantee you right now there's cops scrubbing them videos. Let's show you how all y'all faces. Let's show you how stupid is stupid. You know what I mean? It's just And then nobody wanna take responsibility. You know what I mean? You say the parents, they come with some old we don't have enough programs. What programs got to do with not being stupid and destructive? Absolutely nothing. That's the most garbage argument I've ever heard, bro. You, you're you're complaining because a third party not raising your kid. <laughs> kind of shit. That's, no, that's your kid. A third party who raises your kids? That's not you. The you the parent with all the experience. Who who raises your kids? That's not. I want to hear your parental experience. How many people called you daddy before S9? Oh, don't get him started. I was finna I'm say just something. saying, like, who look. who raises your kids? You've been a kid before, too. Like, who? Look, look. The parents. School, look, look, if I'm being real, mostly school and then the parents, but still, you can't, you can't, you can't blame that shit on programs and shit. I look. Look, look, I get it. There's certain situations where it's kind of like, ah, because uh, cause, cause some parents to make to make ends meet, you got to you got to work two jobs. So you only have the crib four hours out of the day. And uh, those four hours out of the day might be from 2 a.m. to 6 p.m. before you got I mean, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. to slide to your other job. So you never even get, so you never even really get to see your kids. So I know there's like a little there's a little nuance Ask, man, to that do, you, do you know what do you know what propaganda is? Yes. All right. So. Um, you think if the major drug deal was set up on TikTok and everybody knew the spot, who'd be there waiting? Yeah. What 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 actions would be taken? Preventive measures, as they like to call it. If if they if the big drug dealers was on Snapchat on. or what it may be doing all that shit, I mean probably yeah. a cop would be there somewhere scoping the shit out. Yeah. Do you think they know that this these things are going to happen? You know, they know. But how much can you do when there's a hundred and fifty some odd? You can kids? do your job. You can do your job for one. It's 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 uh, it's a when, tougher line you, to cross when, when it's children. When you have people, when you have people that want things to happen a certain way, don't respond. Now we all saw what happened when when uh George. Uh, Floyd, when Floyd happened, when everyone was talking about going downtown to loot, could you get downtown? This is the same downtown. There, there, now, now, now. To be fair to the conversation, there's a difference a little bit because that was a lot no, of I'm adults. Not, listen, look, listen, 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 real quick. That was a lot of adults. Now it's straight children. So there's a there's a few measures that you can't take with it's, that. No, it's not. You can't look, look, you can't be so violent. Saying it's easier you, can't, to control you can't be violent easy. in any circumstance. With them you know, I'm not, I'm, you, you stop people from getting down there. And how do you do that? The same way they did when they thought fucking uh, Gucci was going to be broken into and stolen. Hmm. I don't know. It's, I, it's, I, not I, rocket, it's not rocket science, it's not simple demographics, man. I mean, I understand propaganda and what some of what you're saying is true, Dre, but at the end of the day... No, it's up to the parents. I understand yeah. what he's saying. I agree yeah. with him on that. It's but like, it's like at what, as a community, a right, 
And nobody wants to talk about this. But our ancestors, right? Parents are friends now, Mike. Our ancestors face tougher situations than us. We we could talk about the injustices of today, but our ancestors faced way more injustices than we did. And Mm -hmm. they never acted in a manner that these children are acting today. So at some point, we have to ask ourselves, why is that? Why did our people hold themselves up with so much so, so much uh, pride, dignity, morals, integrity? Because we, we wasn't entitled, man. You see what I'm saying? It's like if you just go through the history, you can start to see the destruction of our community. And a lot of it came through the politics of so-called help. Hey, here go a check you can get from the government every month. But guess what? You can't have a man in the household in order to get this check. Hey. And how, it, many, how many we, women we know that feel entitled to even say that I'm independent? Yeah, that, that, that's, that's even though, true. Even though, even, even though I'm on Section 8 and getting food stamps and, and all that, I'm independent. Yeah. I don't need a nigga. That, that, that part is true. Or you can... You can get this cheap rent, but guess what? A man can't be in the house. You can you can uh um get all these social services, but a man can't be in the house. You can you can get all of this care for your child, but you can't discipline them. You can get all this care for your child, but guess what? They can't openly Talk about their faith or whatever religion they belong to, and we allow and we are allowed to teach them things that are not even true when it comes to biology. We can tell them the opposite. We can confuse them. This is the stuff that we have allowed that is destroying our community, and why our community is consistently getting worse. But yeah, we won't we won't discuss it. We won't talk about it. It's a it's a it's a taboo subject. And the problem is we have allowed government to take our place and our responsibility as parents. And even you, parents, you, parents don't know how to say no, you, man. You can't even blame the teachers because even in some cases when the teachers say, Hey, your child is a problem. Parents won't even take the teacher word for it. They they curse out the teacher, and the teacher spending more time with the child than the parent is. So that'll be ignorant mm-hmm. to think that you wouldn't know what my child is capable of. I remember when parents what they used say, to show I know up. My child, my yeah, child ain't gonna do ain't that. Ain't gonna do that. Yeah. What happened when parents used to Don't show be the up? Baddest kids. Whenever you hear parents say that, you know that kid a motherfucker. What happened when parents? Because if, you, if you're a kid and you're hearing your parents say this, what are you gonna do? I mean, if you're a smart kid, yeah, you you feel entitled, like you could do anything. You feel entitled, yeah. So you're gonna do more just because of what your parents just said. What happened when parents used to show up to school, pull you out the class? Oh man, what I got I got my ass whooping. Uh, I think it was fourth grade. My mom pulled me out of class. Thank you. Whooped my ass in, my ass in the parking lot. And be and because of, of and because of those lessons, now is one of the reasons why you wouldn't been downtown stumping on people's cars 
and beating up on old ladies. Yeah, I, I know they was beating up old ladies. I ain't read too much on it. Y'all, y'all tweaking. Like, this is, this is everybody want to, we don't have enough communities. What do community centers have to do with teaching your children? Right from wrong. Thank you. They don't teach them respect. You know, you get these parents that was borderline fucked up kids that want to raise their kids in a different, you know, retrospect. They want to they want to be alternative parents. Well, you know, I couldn't express myself and ooh, this and that. So I'm I'm giving my kids, my kids can do this, they can do that. You know what's messed what up? Happened, what's what messed up during that kid decides who they want to do that to. Exactly. We're teaching we're teaching kids selfishness. Like You're teaching them selfishness. None of us would have advanced if our ancestors thought the way we think now, or if our great grandparents or our grandparents, or even in some cases, because our generation is not that far away from it, even J generation, not if our parents thought the way that we think now. Like every, everything is all about us. Do you know our great grandparents used to sacrifice? Just so mm-hmm. we can have, in some cases, the bare minimum. Do you know, just like now, relationships were never perfect, but our grandparents stuck it out for the good of the family because they were yeah. they weren't thinking about themselves because yeah. they knew the importance of keeping the family together. They knew the importance of having family love. They knew the importance of teaching unity. They knew the importance of teaching unselfishness. Yeah. Now you have a society that say, thou art will, which basically mean do whatever the hell you want to do that you feel pleases you. So it doesn't matter how it affects anybody else. Mm -mm. It's about whether it pleases you or not. And then no you wonder why kids go out here and they have no self-respect. They don't respect any. They don't respect life. They don't respect other people's property. They don't respect elders. They don't respect authority. And they go out here and they damage people's property. They beat up innocent people. And your solution is... Oh, we don't have enough community centers. It's not enough safe spaces in the community for them. Okay, so if it's, if you don't have a safe space in your community, so that means you go to somebody else community and act a fool. When, That's not what they're seeking. When when downtown is a safe downtown technically is a safe space for everyone. I remember growing up in growing up in the hood. You look forward to going downtown. Yeah. And not only that, when we grew up, we created our own safe space. You had the park district. You go shoot basketball. You go play football. You go play baseball. You you can. I'm gonna be honest with you, Mac. These kids go downtown more than I've ever been downtown. Exactly. Like when we was coming up, we didn't go downtown. Like we just didn't. You go to Rainbow Beach. We ain't go to Rainbow Beach to tell them nothing. We didn't go to thirty. We didn't go to thirty. Uh, First Street beats tab none. We didn't. We didn't do none of that. No, nah. no. Nah. 
like at the end of the day, it's about these children not being raised right. And the same problems that people are talking about today, we face. Yeah. Some of our mothers had they, work jobs, couldn't necessarily be around us 24-7, but they instilled things in us where we know not to cross that line because we knew the consequences and we knew we didn't want to embarrass our parents. We knew we didn't want to embarrass our families. We had enough respect for our people not to put them in compromising positions. Well, we're going backwards right now, man. But nobody want to talk about that. It ain't even just respect, bro. It's fear. I, bro, bro, I knew damn well if I did some fuck shit at school and my mom got a call. Bro, I was fearing to go home, bro. Bro, these last few steps up them, them last few them last few steps up them stairs to walk into the crib used to feel like an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling that shit no more, bro. How can how can you expect kids to fear something that they're not scared of? What happened now with most kids when they get in trouble from their mama? She just do a lot of yelling. They still get to watch their TV, play their game, wear their favorite clothes, eat what they want. All they gotta do is listen to this yelling. If I was a kid today, this is a finesse. The finessing I used to do, man, I I'd probably be terrible <laughs> under this parenting. Oh, you mean tell me all I gotta do is listen to you yell for a little bit, and I can still do what the fuck I want to do with no consequences to what I did? Oh, that's what we dealing with. Exactly. Yeah. It, so nobody, a, nobody's, nobody's dishing out consequence. Hell, these little heathens that tore up downtown—they're gonna be out the next day. Yeah, they playing their game right now, Justin. I know they, their parents asking them what they want to eat for dinner. So it's a parenting problem. It's a parenting problem. They got shit to do with the community center, and people don't want to admit to that. We don't, we don't want to, we don't want to not. Us in general, now, do but... we need do we do we need those things? See, that's that's what that's what pisses me off about politics. Yes, we do need community mm-hmm. centers and all that, but that wasn't the play to to talk about that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the play to talk about that. It wasn't. It wasn't. Now I don't I don't want people to hear this and be like, "Oh, Mac and Dre said we don't need community." No, we're not saying that. That's that's yes. But this issue is we need parenting. We need parents to be parents. And man. then here's the thing about responsibility. Don't demonize. <laughs> this did it for me. This did it for me here. Don't demonize the teenagers. How is truth demonization? I, I hate, It's just like when people be like, don't condemn me don't condemn me like how is telling you the truth condemning well i don't i don't play i i, I kind of agree with that because i don't blame the teenager i mean it's i don't definitely i don't think it's a, i don't i don't think it's no such thing as bad kids that's just how i think you it's know? definitely the I don't, parents I don't, but it's their choice to go down there and act a fool as well so they have Mac, how many responsibility. Times, how many times to, you were told no? You'd be like, "Man, we can, we, we, can I do this?" No. It's Friday after school. We'd be like, "Can I do this?" No. You can't. Then told no. Your lot. parents knew. 
your parents knew it was going to be some foolishness going on, you'd be mad, but you didn't get to be a part of the foolishness. Yeah, I've been told no a lot. I have too. A lot. It's this. this these kids, these kids don't, they're not told no no more. It's this one Twitter. These parents, Bethel, they on TikTok. They know what's going on. Bethel Shan, young black lady, making all these excuses for these kids. It say like, the child who is not embraced by the village will burn it down to fill his wrath. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. To me, that sounds like selfishness. I can't imagine going to my mother and say, you know what? Because I don't, <laughs> I feel like you saying no, or you disciplining me. You're not embracing me, so you're gonna feel my wrath. I shoot him like I, I'd have felt the wrath. All right. Hey Mac, when we grew up, we would listen to parents that we never met before. Bro, this That's is a, a different. This is a true story. I got, you got caught. You got, I got caught. You got pe- by a Hold on, let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick, man. You got parents now that won't even allow other family members to tell their children what to do. Their own family not allowed to have a say so on how that child is being raised. When I was being raised, I could be somewhere if we acting up, say we at the plaza or something. A dad with his kids, we cursing. Random dad. Hey. We all look. Hey, stop cursing around these kids and these women. Yes, sir. Never met this man before. Mm-hmm. Got checked. But that's how I was raised. That I never met this man before. I let him chastise me because I knew that that's that's the way of the world. Now today, like I said, people won't even let they a woman won't even let her own fucking cousin or brother. Say something to her kids. Mm-hmm. That's what's wrong with it. That's what's wrong with our community. That's true. Parents, the parents are the demons. The parents are the problem. That's a that's a that's a a great statement, and that's what I mean. When I I remember being in the hood, I might have told the story before, but anyway, I'm on one of the blocks. A neighbor ride through, see me smoking. I'm smoking marijuana on the corner. And uh, the neighbor tells my mother. So my mother comes to that corner, comes snatch me right up. Get in the car. I get in the car. Heard you smoking marijuana on this corner. What you doing? Miss so-and-so told me. And I bet not had said that Miss so-and-so was lying. Was lying. What you would have? It would have been worse. That's what community is all about. It's about taking responsibility, not only for yours but for others. And we don't have that anymore, and that's why it's all going downhill. You don't need a community center to do that. You don't need a community center to do that. Listen to what you said, Matt. Even if that lady was lying on you. You knew that you couldn't tell your mother that she was lying on you. It was going to be worse. Exactly. Parents let their kids tell them the other adults are lying on them now. And that's why they had no respect. None. 
I couldn't even say the word lie, let alone say a, a, a an adult lied on me. We, cause, cause I had sensible parents. Remember this saying? And, and Get out of my mouth. Even though I know, yeah. Even though it's probably is some shitty ass adults that might lay on lie on a kid every once in a while. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, my like my parents even said this to me. What reason do that adult have to lie on you? Exactly. Parents right now don't even have that fucking sense in their head to understand it. I understand that. Remember they they say uh, get out of my mouth. This is yeah. This is grown folks. Get out business. of my mouth. Get, it's grown folk business. Get get out of here. Yeah. That you don't even have, remember they would watch certain movies you couldn't even watch because it was certain scenes in there that wasn't for you. Close so, your ears, close yeah, your eyes. Close yeah. Your, yeah. We're not teaching children any of that anymore. Now we're telling them at six years old you could change your damn gender. And we wondering why things are going down here. Why when me and you was that age, your parents would be like, Hey, hey boy, close your eyes, cover your eyes. Oh, yeah. get out of here. This movie ain't for you. Well, let, well, let me ask you this, Matt. Did your parents uh, indulge in the same activities you you indulged in as a kid? No. Did y'all did, did y'all like the same music? Nope. All right, now look at today. Look at how many moms are indulging. Moms, I'm not going to just attack the women. Moms and dads, like, yeah. in the same activities, like, Dad's drinking with their teenage listening kids. To the, listening to the same music. Dad's drinking and smoking with their teenage kids. Being friendly. Fri- they're friends. My pops told me a long time ago, he said, I'm not your friend. He said, because a friend could disrespect another friend. He said, you're not going to disrespect me. Yeah. Yep. And look how many, uh, just you got parents twerking with kids thinking that's funny man. stuff like that man come on man it's sad man like i don't know what's going on kids going to drag shows it's yeah. sad you got you got mothers and fathers just upping and leaving kids to chase men or women you got <laughs> Man out here being faithful to marry women. Women out here being faithful to marry man. Like, what in the world <laughs> is this coming to, bro? Nah. It's just a sad set of events, man. And I don't know uh, until we get back to the basics. I don't think too much going to change, man. Sad. We we don't we lost our foundation as a people. Yeah, like, I, I pick like, up on the little things just before this show. Just listening to Jay Brother, he like, no nah, man, I ain't finna do that here because you ain't finna send me off with, OG, with the OG. With the OG, yeah, yeah it's like a different yeah. level of respect. Yeah. And and I'm and I'm teasing with him about it, but I was like, man, I respect it. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you gotta respect it. You gotta respect that. You know, and, and to me, wow. that that was dope. You know what I mean? To see that at least some young brothers still have that mentality and they ain't all the way out here goofy. Like, people talk about goofy. People think being upstanding is goofy. No, being disrespectful mm-hmm. is goofy. 
Then uh, what what we seen downtown, our area used to call them send off dudes. You can send them off to do anything. They so stupid. Do anything. Mm-hmm. You never wanted to be a send off boy. Never wanted to be a send off. You know. But that's where we coming to. Uh so we're gonna get the final words from the people. We're gonna start off with uh you Dre, what's your last words here? Last words is uh, expectations and accountability. Uh, people, be accountable for yourself. Set the right expectations for yourself and, you know, the quality of life that you want, whether it be a sports scene, your religion, your family, yourself personal. You know, never forget accountability. And understand that expectations and reality are two different things. So, you don't put the work in, it ain't gonna come out. Great point, Dad Dre. Beautiful point. What you got for the people, Jay? Man, I'm just be honest with you. I beat the dog shit out of Italian Bull down the stretch in fantasy. Like, this loser started off with an 11 to nothing lead in the daily fantasy and lost the fucking week 8 to 6. I'm the motherfucking man. You understand? Led anchored by a lineup with Pete Alonzo, All American Josh Lowe. My fucking rotation is Pablo Lopez, Dylan Cease, Shane McClanahan. Like, Mac was fucking gloating about his team. He better pump the fucking brakes. <laughs> Well, I need to pump the brakes. I mean, I'm winning. Uh, every matchup I done had has been a blowout. It's been like... It's you going to put like, a bottle on our matchup? It's been like 12-4. 12-4. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 12-4 would be right exact. now on 12-4 the No Logic Podcast. Mac, you gonna, you gonna, we got the wager for our matchup? Um, you know, I have no issues with that whatsoever. I've been winning 12-4-1, okay. 12-4-1. Has been my first two matchups. That means it has not even been close. I curved because you've been playing weak people. I curved Stump Ray. Uh, just demolished him. It wasn't even close. And then who was this last loser I faced? Oh, sorry about that, Dan. But it's, <laughs> you took a hell. You took a hell. I curved Stump you too, Dad. It was, it was no competition. <laughs> You, as a matter of fact, you got a PhD, a pumpkin head deluxe. Oh, both, my God. Both Ray and Dad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. I don't. I thought fantasy would be a challenge. Uh, Here he go. Because I don't, I, you know, I never played fantasy baseball before. I, I thought it would be hard, difficult. And then, you know, I didn't get to draft my team, unfortunately. Uh, the computer drafted it. So then I had to go out there and make a whole bunch of trades to update the roster, upgrade the roster, which I did. And now my team is well balanced. I'm getting stolen bases. I'm getting hits. I'm getting extra base hits. Uh, they're not striking out too much. You know, a couple of guys striking out, but they're not striking out at a high rate. Uh, I'm getting RBIs. Uh, it, it's just been a beautiful thing. And my pitching, which is the weakest part of my team, I'm just picking guys up off the scrap heap and, and allowing them to – 
do their thing like uh Keller and uh, I don't even know weathers. weathers yeah you know what I mean they just absolutely uh going bonkers you know what I mean so I'm enjoying that I'm enjoying that I, I can't lie yeah. uh, it's been beautiful uh as far as I uh, I gotta say my ending is it's nothing wrong with personal accountability nothing and I believe as a community yes we face injustices yes there's no doubt about it yes there are things happening to our community that doesn't happen to anybody else's community. But even with that being said, it's still a lot that we still control. And if you're going to act like you have no control whatsoever, then you're making yourself powerless. And that means if you're powerless, you're just open and accepting to anything that happens to you. And I refuse to believe that we are weak. That we as a people, that we as a community are that weak. And until we get back to the basics. And until we realize that we were put on this earth to serve God. And others. We're going to have this problem. Because we went from a mindset of moving as collective. To now moving as individuals. And anytime we have moved ahead in this country. Or have gotten some done. We moved as a unit. That doesn't necessarily. We may have agreed totally together. On the strategy. But we still moved as a unit. The Black, the black Panthers moved as a unit. Martin Luther King movement moved as a unit. The NOI under with Malcolm X at the time moved as a unit. You move. You look at any of our great uh, uh, movements. You look at even Harriet Tubman, Underground Railroad, moved as a unit. This individualism, this I I I me 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 mine 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 is a huge problem. And this is what we're teaching our kids. We're teaching our kids, whether we realize it or not, it's okay to bail on responsibilities. Oh, you know what? I don't like your fucking father. Fuck your father. I'm moving on. I'm going to go to a new guy. Oh, you know what? I don't like your mother. Fuck your mother. I'm moving on to a new woman. So we're teaching them to not stick to responsibilities, but to bail on responsibilities to bail to bail to give up to quit when things get tough you don't stick it out you move on you bail you get out the way because it's too tough it's not easy and we're talking about entitlement entitlement is thinking everything's supposed to be easy for you that you're not gonna have any ups and downs that you're not gonna have to overcome anything that everything is just supposed to be given to you. No hard work is involved. That's what we're dealing with. And we're also dealing with an immoral society. Yes, at some point, morality has to make a comeback. So does spiritual, spirituality. It has to. Or we're going to be doomed. Anytime you have a person. Not just give an example. Anytime you have a person, and I don't want to put people out, but 
just use this story as an example where you feel confident as a male knowing that you're married but you're going to go to a wedding of your so-called girlfriend knowing you married in front of this person's family and acting like you just free and then the marriage doesn't exist this tell you how far we have fallen as a people man we have no respect for ourselves we have no respect for that person family and we have no respect for that person and not only that that person has no respect for you for allowing you to even do that or asking you to do that Like what are we doing We have to make a return To the basics What our ancestors established in us What they taught us We have to get back to that And I for one Am not going to sit here And expect the government to do everything For our community When we have the power to do things for ourselves you don't need the government to clean up your block. You can clean up your own block. You can go out there and get the trash up, sweep the trash up. You can tell kids to stop throwing trash on the ground. Hey, pick that trash up like we used to get taught. You know why our parents and grandparents did that to us? Because they wanted us to have self-respect for where we live. They wanted us to have self-respect for ourselves. They wanted us to care about where it is we were laying our head, about our community. Like just to throw trash where you live That says you don't give a damn About even where you stay at You don't even care about your own community Your own neighborhood being clean Like it's not my responsibility to keep my neighborhood clean It's somebody else's responsibility To keep my neighborhood clean What? When? How? Where? Why? Where has this mentality creeped in on us? My grandmother lived in the projects and had a garden this, this is no BS This is a real story Had a garden in the front yard and the backyard Of the row house And her garden was clean as hell No trash And you better not throw no trash on the ground And we lived in the projects What are you What are we doing What are we doing Yes racism exists It does Yes, even institutional racism exists. But that has nothing to do with going downtown, stumping on cars, beating up old people. I'm sorry, it doesn't. And to use that as an excuse is not valid. It's not. At some point, we have to take pride in our community. We have to take pride in our children. We have to teach them and raise them the right way. And you're going to have some idiots get all this. Uh, you got yes, you do have parents that take care of their children. But guess what? Talking about as a collective, as a collective, we need to get it together. And we need to understand that we as a community survives when we stick together. And not just worry about ours, but get involved with everybody else's. You know how many little league coaches out there who coach baseball where they're don't have a son on the team Or they don't have a daughter on the softball team But they're coaching because they're taking Responsibility for their community Same thing with basketball Same thing with football Same thing with 
teachers out there Same thing with mentors Like it's okay to step up when it has abs- when when it has absolutely no benefits to you, it's okay. So my point is, I love my people. I do. I love us black folks. I do, with all my heart. But until we decide to stop hurting each other, until we decide to stop being selfish, until we decide to. Make the same sacrifices That our ancestors did for us For the next generation And realize that it's not just about me It's not just about you That it's about us as an entire community We're going to continue to have issues So we have to get back to the basics And with that being said Bad Guy Radio out